Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 4 from Nothing to Something. Today's topic, exceeding expectations and the importance behind that for people who deal in anything to do with clients, sales, customers, retention. And I'm here of course with Luke Mears. Hello mate, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing really good, how are you? All right, mate. Had a great, had a great week. Yeah, what's going on this week? It's been very, very busy. To sound you really, got Denver, to Denver sound next week. Really great. Yep, go and see my boy over in Denver. That'll be an awesome trip. Leave the rain behind. Twenty-five degrees. Did you know that Colorado is the sunniest state in America? Didn't know that. I thought it'd be like LA or Miami or something. Absolutely not. The Sunshine State can can go do one. Okay. Hand that title to Colorado. Very so. Nice. So when are you going there? Friday. All set. Which is why we're doing the podcast today. So listen, I'm pretty psyched about this subject. Uh, I know that we spoke about it last night and you know gained some inspiration, but I want to explain to to anyone in a client-facing position. This is you included, uh, Luke. This is anybody who is in sales. The reason why exceeding expectations is so important from my perspective is that. Especially in the UK. I mean, I'm off, I'm off to America, which is, you know, the number one place for customer service, or at the very least, as fake as it might look, they say, hey, how's it going? How's your day? And they, you know, they bring you an extra water when your drink's halfway, full, uh, halfway uh, down, and, you know, they're always on it, aren't they, in restaurants especially? Definitely. In the UK, customers are unfortunately just resigned to the fact that service is shit. So I'll give you a couple of examples that I want to kind of expand on. So you do a quote for someone on a job. This is a random business. You do a quote for somebody on a job and you tell them you're going to send them an email that day and it takes you three days to send the email. That, shit, that, that, shit service, right? That happens in most, in most companies. I, I've, I mean, I've not got the exact data, but based on my experience over the last five years I would like to say that I, I would go as far as saying 15% of people get back to you when they say they will right out of, out of the total people that so you, that's 85% you, 85% of people don't get back to you when they say I, they I will can, I completely and I would agree. go down to say that let's say again the, the, these, are, these are just from my experience I would go down to say us. that maybe what the, the, there's a percentage within that 85% who don't get back to you at all. Even though they said they're gonna. Exactly, even though you have expressed, they have set, they've set up a business, they've marketed the business, they've paid for sales, they've paid for different things, they've paid for everything, and they get someone like myself who inquires as a customer, yep. and then you know, regardless of whatever they're selling, they don't come back to you. At all. And you know what's funny is, we're talking about exceeding expectations today, and I feel that some people might hear this and their mind might get blown. Like, how do I deliver more value? How do I, how do, I do this? It's actually the easiest thing ever. All you've got to do is do what you say you're going to do. Because service in the UK is that bad that you just need to do the job. 
and that unfortunately is exceeding mm. expectations. So if you're in a service-based industry and you've got appointments in your diary, be early for the appointment. Be early for all your appointments. Don't be on time and definitely don't be late. Be early for all your appointments. If you, again, if you've got a customer-based business and you want referrals, right, you and your service exceeded my expectations as a customer. You got the deal that I wanted, or is this, better. This is my customer. I'm telling you right now. So this is my feedback to you. Okay. You got me a better deal actually than I expected. You got me accepted a few years ago when I thought there's no chance in hell I'm going to get accepted on this fancy ass car that I never thought I could get. Mm. My dream car at the time. You know, this is yeah. this is a, an incredible thing. And you ring me up saying I'm looking at a green light on. We all go. And I'm like, Christ, how the hell did you do that? This guy's superhuman. Yeah. The car is perfect when it arrives. Uh, the delivery process is perfect and how many people are I referred to as a result exactly and that, that leads us into referrals it's, a, it's a true because because you got that experience and you was over I say overwhelmed you, you, you know you felt good you then think well how many referrals is, is that one bit of service that you've given that one bit of lead that lead going to give you right it's going to give you a lot and it really does and that, in that example you're right it's brought a lot yeah, exactly. So the other thing I want to touch on as well, which makes me rage, and you must hear this as well, is having a game face when you're at work. So exceeding expectations for me in relation to having a game face would be that you leave all your potential problems and troubles outside of, I'm, gonna, I'm doing the inverted commas here, but outside of the office. You leave it. You strap on a game face and you go and be the most powerful person you can be in that particular time so for me i'm i'm, I'm client facing all day i actually actually thankfully don't have that many problems at all <laughs> and i am genuinely a rather optimistic person however imagine that you you know you're not you've just got to pr- pretend that your day is absolutely amazing how are you today mega yeah bingo I default agree with that. default response how are you? Brilliant. Thanks. How are you? Flip it on them. Ask them questions. Talk about them. Don't talk about you. How was your day? Tell me about the kids. I'll tell you one thing I learned 10 years ago. Remember family names. Yeah. How's Max? How's Haley? How's Alicia? How's the wife? Talk about the family. Become more involved. Build a better relationship. People mm-hmm. don't do these things. Build relationships. This goal, this goals, this fits perfect within exceeding expectations because whatever product or service that you're delivering, you should have the part of our as a company processes to learn these things and make notes of these things. If you're selling somebody, I don't care what you're selling them. You know, I think you know. Previously, we've talked about on the lowest. I was talking about Gardner the other week. I want to talk. You know, my my little bit said I want to talk on a on a higher scale on a high level company with multiple sales staff and look at that approach of exceeding expectations. Because I think that, going back to what you're saying, it's difficult to monitor your sales staff. You have to, be, you have, to have hands-on data, a report on a daily basis. This is what I'm going through. You have to have reports on a daily basis, monitoring. How, how do you if you, have a, if you have 20 sales staff in your company, how do you know that they're exceeding every customer's expectation? What are you measuring? What can you measure? What feel? What can you put in place to understand what these salespeople can, 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 can do? What if somebody calls your customer on the phone and that comp- says something bad to a customer on the phone and, and, and you never hear about that? That customer doesn't report it. Like how do you know in your company that that's happened? 
Do you just have to trust your salespeople? You have to put measures in place as a company. Let's say you've got 5, 10, 15, 20 staff. It really doesn't matter. The point is, as a manager, as a director, as an owner, you have to measure customer expectations. So, you know, the way we're currently doing that is we're, we're putting in places um, weekly sales audits, monthly sales audits. And it's not so we can say, hey, you've done this wrong, you've done that wrong. It's so we can say, listen, you do that great. That's perfect. Look at you, you've done that. That's great. Do that with every call. So we take five random calls every salesperson. Let's listen to the call back with the salesperson from start to finish. Okay, look, maybe on the next time you could have said that. Maybe on the next time you could have said that. That's what we're currently going in. And then you go into measurement. Is your company operating trust pilot? I don't care if you, I don't care what, what the company does. Is it operating trust pilot or, or something equivalent where customers can give a review and go deeper into it? Are they giving reviews on customers who haven't bought? Because they're the ones you want to know about. People who bought, yeah, it's great, you know, they can hit back. Yeah, he was great, he looked after me, it was amazing. And that's fantastic, you know, it motivates people. What about the people that didn't buy? Yeah. Just put an apprentice in place, put somebody in place that can call them customers. Yeah. Hey, my name is Luke, I'm calling you because you didn't buy our product. I wanted to know what we did wrong, what could we have done better? Are you measuring that? You, you, if you're on your own setting up, call the people who didn't buy and ask what you could have done better. You didn't buy, you didn't buy from me. Interesting. You know, you know what else as well just reminds me actually just about people who don't buy or maybe people who have a bad experience with you. This is, I think this is mainly true of guys and maybe guys who go to the gym. So when guys have a personal trainer, men, when men have a personal trainer, they tend to keep it a secret. Because when they're getting in shape or they're getting a bit stronger or you know, they look a bit better than their mates, they don't actually want to tell anyone that it wasn't entirely their doing. Yeah. Um... But what they will do, and this is a, a fact, seven, remember that number? Okay, I'm if remembering you, seven. If you do a bad job, they'll tell seven people about it. That's correct, definitely, I agree. Massively. If you do a good job, they'll tell zero to two people about it. Now, how crazy is that? It's the truth. It's the truth. If you, if you, if somebody, if you just give like an average service, like I said, no matter what you're doing, let's say averagely good, nobody's gonna, you know, nobody's gonna know anything about it. Even if you go over the top and do an amazing service, you gotta think, okay, you're saying two, max two people are gonna know about it. But if you just don't get back to somebody, I'm telling everybody. Somebody, nobody come back to me, oh, I'm telling everybody. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm confused, it leaves me confused. Like, if you, if you didn't wanna do what you was doing, I'd understand it. I'd help you, and I'd shake your ass and you don't wanna do what you're doing, you're fine. But, I mean, if it's, you, I've had people where it's their own company. They've not come back to me. And, and, and you have to go into the deeper level of that because people listening to this might think, you know, they've been through... I've been through the problem, right, when we was growing. When I was working in a little office in Manchester, I had one employee, and I couldn't get back to people for about six months because I was scared. I should have hired salespeople quicker, but I, I had about a few months, oh, do I hire salespeople, do I not? Should have hired them quicker because think, imagine the waterfall... An analogy of the waterfall streaming, you just can't catch all the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? You hire more people to catch all the water. It's pretty basic. Get more people. But the fear of employment comes into place. Mm-hmm. Or do I, what do I do? Do I need to pay base, I need to pay salaries? Take the gamble. I, I remember at one point, and I've had, I've had it in the past, where salespeople was making more money than me because, because I needed them more. The salespeople are the most important part of any organization, any business. Mm-hmm. That's why I value salespeople so high. I don't care what they're selling. They are the most important thing. So 
literally, you need to be able to catch everything that comes in. And, and it brings us back to the point I was talking about of getting back to people. Yeah. It, it's very easy for us to sit here and say, yeah, get do it all amazing. Exceed everyone's expectations. Get back to everyone. I've had the experience of not getting back to people. And how infuriating. I've, I've worked from 7 in the morning till 11 p.m. at night. And then I'm, I'm in my bed thinking, I've just not got back to them 10 people. But I need to be up at 6 a.m. to... And you, th- it's, you then think, well, what am I doing here? I've been through it. Yeah. So you have to put measures in place to get back to your people. Yeah. It's as simple as that. If you sit and I think for the, one, once you've conquered that, the second biggest reason, and this is a fact, I've read this, why people don't get back to people is lack of organisation. They're just not an organised person. They're not purposely not wanting to get back to you. They want to sell you. They want to do the job with you. They're just not organised. Okay, listen, 11 a.m., I'll get back to you. It's 9 a.m., we met. 1 o'clock, I'm sat there. Hi, any, any news? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm still going to get back to you. Yeah, it's just been a bit of busy day. And then don't, the worst thing you can do, right? Don't tell me about your problems. I don't, get, I don't give a shit about your problems. Because, yeah. again, I've seen this. Oh, I'm so sorry it's been busy because she's not in. The accountant's off. And the accountant ran across the road. And then once she got across the road, this happened. I tried to rescue her. Once I rescued her, I had to go to the hospital. I, I don't care. You need to get back to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you right. know what I mean? Because that's hit. what people... I hate people not get back to me all the time. And, and they just... I, I get to know the stories of the life. Yeah, you don't need Nobody that. cares about that. And it's not going to sweeten it up. Well, that's the game face, isn't it? I think uh, Jack Canfield said this once about when he was on, when he was on stage uh, doing a seminar. He ended up telling the story because he's trying to make a point. But he's like, look, I'm here teaching you guys uh, about the principles of success and how to go out there and, and get it and, you know, achieve your goals and achieve your dreams and to become better people. But my wife went into hospital last night. Now I've been here all day teaching you these principles. Have I looked any different? No. I said, you know, I love that. That's powerful. That's powerful knowledge to know. Right. It's powerful knowledge for, for and it just puts to know because I've, I've, I've not even heard you say that before right it just puts a bit just puts it into perspective slightly all you've got to do and you said it last night I'm just going to steal this point this is Tom Melody's point via Luke <laughs> is remember this guys it's Tom's point I said it last night yeah but, but Luke okay. may have Luke, I feel that Luke may have said it but he was tired he was on a rowing machine um, <laughs> that's hilarious no, 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 I've got it. Thanks, I've got it. I'm too busy joking around. I almost forgot my own point that I made up last night that via Luke is just take ownership. Mm. If you make a mistake, if you don't get back to someone, if you double book, if you forget to send the email, just take ownership. I'm really sorry, and this is how I'm going to rectify it to the best of my ability. Best thing in the so world. So we, we, do, we do food, as I'm sure you're all aware. We sell food. Are we perfect as a business? No. Am I perfect as a human being? Absolutely not. But one thing I will do if I have fucked up with a client or a customer or a customer in our garage is I will call them and I will tell them the truth. I'm really sorry. This hasn't been done. I know you wanted it doing. Your food's not arrived. You know, anything like that. And of course it's happened in the last 12 months. Of course it has. Percentage-wise, it's going to happen. But the next thing of exceeding expectations or um, to make sure that you continue to uh, exceed expectations in terms of um, complaint handling is get on it ASAP and do not leave it. This is what you said last night is everyone just buries their head in the sand when they've done something wrong. Exactly. You just, just go quiet. How many people not answer the phone to you? Not, not just 
they, they don't come back to an email because because you're chasing them because they know they fucked up on something. Like the if something goes wrong, because it will. We all know it will. Or if you, if you mess up, you gotta tell that. Tell them quick. Don't try and make something up. Don't hide it. You know, listen. I completely messed up. It's my fault. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. Out of hours, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna work till tonight to get it right. This is gonna be this. It's completely my fault. What I should have done was it. And 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 people have more respect for you, you know, because they understand. You might get someone who gives you a little bit of a doing on the phone, but I, I promise you, down the line, they will understand that things happen in everybody's business. Everybody understands. Yeah. What doesn't get you far is 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 prolonging the issue, not getting back to someone. And it's just, it's a failing formula on average. I'm sorry to say, but in, you know, in the UK, I think that what is accepted is of, 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 of good is just not good yeah, enough. Yeah, it's poor. It's, 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 we, we operate as average. And you can look at the sales process of any company, you know, and, and, and you could think, how can that be improved? How can that be just excelled to an exciting new level. What's something what you're buying at the moment? What let's look at it. What is what, that a real question? You're asking that question. Something yeah, I'm asking you, what are you buying at the moment? What what service or product could you be buying in the next month, two months? We've not even thought about this before. We're just kind of freestyling this. Let's think about it. I wanna know. Alright. Because I wanna look at how they could better it, right? I wanna know what their level of service is and how they could better it. Because for me, what we operate at, we're, we're, we're kind of getting towards it. We've got caps. a lot better. Caps. What are you buying? You're buying caps. I bought caps. Like I one cap. 10. So you're buying caps wholesale. Yeah. And you're going to, I'm guessing you're going to do some business with them. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're buying caps wholesale. Right. So, the, so you contact the wholesaler. Maybe you'd email them first, what I say. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd email the wholesaler. So just in our company, you'd email, we, we get an email inquiry in. How long, and this is cool, you know, it can be two minutes, it can be an hour. How long did it take for the, for the wholesaler to contact you? To get back to me. From the email. Six hours. Six hours. So what we're operating at, what we're, we're trying to go above everything. And, and some people would look at what we're trying to do and would think that's ridiculous. We want ridiculous. We want that level. Because I think that if you're at that level, everything comes up with it. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to work on is five minutes. We're, work on, we're trying to work on a lead coming in and we get back to it within five minutes. That's what I'm pushing at the moment. And we're really trying to push towards it. We're trying to make it possible. At the minute, I don't know if there's enough members in the team to make it possible. Because if everybody's on the phone for five minutes and you know, a lead comes in, it might be 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. But if we're aiming for five minutes, because we used to operate on an hour. If we're aiming for five minutes and we fall short of 20 minutes, you're still, you're uh, you know, still we'll ahead of that the game now. by exactly. 60%. Now... It's a fact, right? It's 22% of... In fact, no, that's wrong. 22% fail. Going the other way around. 78% even. There you go. There you go. My maths is, is okay. 78% <laughs> of customers buy from the first company that gets back to them. Does that that's make sense? Yes, yeah, so you've got to be quick. Most... What, the, the, the analogy to think is, look, if... if if a customer hits up four places, the first company that comes back to them, they, they usually buy from. That's now, crazy. it's not price related, it's because they got back to them first. And, and if, if, if you follow the, all the other stuff we talk about every week, the qualification, the build and report, the exceed expectations, you then get the opportunity, if your price is higher, they'll say, look, well, that guy's, your price is the highest. And then you have the opportunity to do something to, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. they're, you're, they're hitting you further, but the, the, the basic thing is, Get get straight back to the customers, and that that, that you're exceeding expectations there. Okay, Does that makes sense. 
Yes. So I just want to tell everyone that another thing that we discussed in terms of the length of our podcast today. So we're gonna this is more like a sound bite, and we're gonna give you some tips right now that you can take away, utilize, and you can go ahead and exceed expectations in your business. So we're gonna have two each. Okay? You're gonna do one, I'm gonna do one, you're gonna do one, I'm gonna do one, and then everyone can take it away. It's top Tom and Luke's, Luke and Tom's top four tips for exceeding expectations in business. So I would, I would at the first one, I would say follow up within five minutes. If you just spoke to a customer in a, in a meeting and you're walking out the meeting, send them a text. If you've just spoke to a customer on the phone and you got off the phone, send them a text within five minutes. It's just a little thing there that just goes that little extra mile. They've got a personal number for you. Some some people are straight, they like to talk on WhatsApp Messenger. They, they, they just feel a little bit more of ease. It's not as confrontational. Send them a text. And the text can say, if, if we've just met today and we talked about a product and I'm walking out the building, as soon as I get in the car, hey, Tom, look, really great to meet you today. I really hope we can do some business together. I've got some really cool ideas that you're going to love. Can't wait to hear from you. Or if you're expected to get back to them with a quote or something, hey, look, Tom, really great to meet with you today. Can't wait to meet get, meet with you again. I'm going to get the quote over to you within the sale, and you're going to get it over to them. And I hope it's drilled in by now. Don't exceed that time of when you're going to get back to them. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. Just send a text. That would be my first uh, thing. Okay, my first point is going to be game face. Because I feel like it's going to transcend across all businesses, not just customer-facing businesses. You've got to have a game face. And this also just comes in, comes in, uh, sorry, works alongside um, knowing why you're there and having a real goal and really wanting to be there. If you're just going through the motions and you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing, you're not going to follow up with someone in five minutes because you don't really know why you're doing it. There's no reason why. And equally, you're not going to have a game face. You've got to enlighten people's day. You've got to send people away from you, whether you're a customer-facing insurance broker, whether you're on the phone trying to uh, sell a car, or whether you're physically, in, say you're a physiotherapist or you're a personal trainer, physically in front of a customer. You've got to send somebody away more energized than when they came in the door or when they got on the phone to you. Have some fucking personality. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Point two for you, go. I would say um, you would need to get Aim every single customer you meet, regardless if you think the deal's good, bad, they could buy, they couldn't buy. Aim to learn three personal things about this person, but that they've told you, that they've told you. Not found it on. You haven't been on the Facebook and found something about them that they've told you. What's the wife called? What's what? When? Where they living? Because that I tell you, when a customer's telling you that information, they're opening the gates up to you. You, be, you then begin build a rapport, you build a friendship. So an example of that might be, oh, you walk into an office and you, you, you know, you, you, you're about to talk about some business, about talk about your things. Oh, how are you doing? You okay? What a bit. And then people just get straight into it. And then you just treat it like every other customer. Oh, how's things? You all right? What do you think? The weather's crazy outside, isn't it? Yeah, it's raining. Is it raining up near you? Oh yeah, it's not near me. Where do you live? Well, I live in, I don't know, Alderley Edge. Oh nice, Alderley Edge. You go to the local restaurant, you opened a new restaurant near there. Oh yeah, I went last night actually, I know the owner. Oh what, Pablo? Yeah, I know Pablo as well. Escobar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look, Pablo's my friend. Bingo, look, you've just connected. You have just connected. And we have this conversation with our guys, you know, we're talking about what can you connect people with. Anything you can just break some ice with at the start of the call. Yeah. I, I do not care if you're going in there to finish the deal that you've just been talking over the phone. 
Hey, good to see you. How you doing? You okay? Yeah, I've just had a bad leg at weekend. Oh, what is it you do? Oh, you know, I go to the gym a lot. I do this. Oh, which gym do you go? And then just keep that. Keep pressing deeper until you've got three personal things out of that person. Awesome. And then on the next meet, the personal things are dropped. Oh, did you go back to the restaurant we spoke about last week? How's Pablo? Exactly. Oh, Pablo's good, actually. Pablo needs a car. Bingo, referral. There you go, referral and all that. what I mean? So, yeah, start getting deeper personally. Back to you. Thank Have I got you. another one? No, 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 you're out, mate. Okay. Your maths is, honestly, on another level today. <laughs> two two plus two. I've been locked into spreadsheets. Two plus morning. two is four minus one. That's go. three. I'm going to honestly stop that. I actually forgot for a split second we were recording this and I just started rapping. He was looking That's for terrible. a car, actually. He came on to his Pablo. Big shack. Oh, big was shack. it? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so my, my final point and my thing to take away is it requires a little bit of homework. So get your pens out. Write down your basic service level. The thing that your customer is expecting to pay for. And then write down things uh, or ways or things you could do to exceed that base level of service. That's great. What's an example? All right. So an example would be that I'm going to have some clients listen to this and they're going to go, you don't do this for me. <laughs> but I'm, for, for as many people as I can remember, I buy them a protein shake after the workout. Yeah, yeah, okay. Next time I'd like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking knew it. <laughs> I wonder if you just committed to a lot of protein shakes. Or I'll tell you what I do do. If I buy, if I buy supplements for them... Well, how, do, do you know what? How can you exceed... Because most people... You know, people take a very sensitive to information. And based on what you just said there... Some people might take away from that that it costs to exceed expectations. So to give another example to somebody, how can you exceed some, somebody's expectation with no cost to you? Because if you work on, you know, protein, it's a cost, isn't it? How could you exceed expectations for free? In your, in your so, so me thinking you as a personal trainer yeah. might be something like, you spent like I mean, right. you do this anyway you don't realise you do it I've just talked about the three personal questions at the start I know with every customer you get you get deep with them at the start you're having, you're having personal chats at the start rather than just just jump on here yeah just jump on here and lift these weights okay I'll tell you what I'll tell you what alright so imagine this I, I, I'm obviously going to use personal training as an example because it's um, it's the thing that's most applicable to me right this second so the base service level of a personal trainer or a physio or anyone in a physical customer-facing role is to deliver the service for the money, right? With no personality injected. I make a real effort to energise people and make them feel better. Definitely you do. That's, that's something that I take really seriously. And all, I mean, all my clients, you came to the wedding, right? In the evening. He feels really bad about being an evening <laughs> guest. You know Rachel's going to listen to this and she'll be, she'll be offended that you're offended. I'm not offended. So look, let me, let me, let me, continue, the, 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 let me continue the point. I see a lot of my clients as my friends. Yeah. And I would hang out with a lot of my clients socially. And the ones that I wouldn't hang around with socially don't last that long because we don't, hit, we don't connect. That's how important I find that. If I don't connect with you on a, on a deeper level than you just being in a session with me for 45 minutes, you don't last long. And that, and that's customer retention, right? And that's and that's actually, I'm actually my customer retention is huge, and my my referral business is also huge. So there it is. There you go. Top so. four tips for exceeding expectations, and to to finish off. However that resonates with you, I would write it down. 
and start doing it immediately. That email you've not sent, send it. The phone call you've not made, make it. And let's go and improve together I, I this week. I think that if you look at your process that you're doing right now, write out your map, your journey map of, of from somebody inquiring to somebody completing the sale and look at what you could do better and where you can implement things. Could you implement certain aspects that take things to the next level? Could you put certain, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about paid expect, exceeding expectations and free exceeding expectations with cars, some of the higher end cars, we might put a bottle of champagne in there, a few pre-products. You've actually done that for me. Exactly. You've got Laurent Perrier in there. And it's just trying to exceed somebody's expectations, but it doesn't always have to be paid. Go down the free option, making calls when there's no update in any business is the biggest thing for me. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just wanted to give you a call. I haven't got an update for you. We're still waiting. But yeah, I wanted you to know that that's where we're at. And we're that's thinking where about we're you. At. Exactly. We're just thinking to call you. Yeah. Um, look, and before we before we sign this one off, I think we're well, just the fourth one now. Fourth. Yeah, episode four. Four episodes in. And I want to say that, look, I've had quite a few messages on Instagram and, and um, a lot of people talking to me, a lot of kind of business associates that we work with and things like that. And I think we're growing. It's, it's a positive outlook. We're growing a good network here. Uh, the guys know who they are, who, who I'm talking about, and, and, and even the, the guys at work, you know, the sales team are really on it. Um, and, and, and it's, well, the sales team I'm speaking to. And it's good. We're building a network. It's helping me. I really hope it's helping helping you. If it's not helping you, you know, switch it off. It's really cool. Don't, don't listen to it. If it is helping you, let's keep going and, and helping each other. We all want to get where we're going. Uh, we've all got our things that we're trying to do and, and, and it's changing you know, over the last few weeks I've changed so much mm-hmm. I think it's, it's ra- I always talk about rapid growth speeding it up for me the things over the last few weeks I think would have took me about 8 months because I would have put somebody's podcast on I would have read it in a book but because we're talking about it we're doing it every week mm-hmm. it's really it's really making the, the speed of things factor. so I'm really excited for where, where, where things are going to be in 6 months yeah. if yes, we're sir. going at the rate that we're currently going at uh, and for you guys as well, I was talking to somebody the other day. He was texting me, um, a guy called Jack, who, who's really, really listens to these, a lot of these podcasts. And, and it's good to see that he's on it. And, and also a guy called Will. There's a, a lot of people on that list. I would, I would also so say, you know, don't hold back if your feedback's negative too, because there's, there's things we can probably do better. Um, if you want to hear something specific, if you've got a, a sticking point, we'd love to maybe do a Q&A. I um, think that we were talking about doing call-ins. Right. Live calling. Yes, that'll work too. If you've got a problem, if you've got something you're struggling with, we Laurie, can Laurie, Laurie Harder, if you want to have a call in, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, Laurie Harder, obviously... Um, she liked our post, actually. She liked the post. That's a, I'm actually buzzing still about that. That's, that's pretty she's, awesome. Um, she's quite a big face and she's All right. quite motivating. But yeah, so... Okay, see you guys later.